Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Astrology with Alice. I am your host, Alice Bell. How is everyone feeling these days? Honestly, these eclipses that have been going on, solar eclipse in Libra, lunar eclipse in Taurus, they've been pretty brutal. By the time you're listening to this, the eclipses will officially be over. The last one being that lunar eclipse in Taurus that would have taken place on Saturday, October 28th. But basically, like this period that's been going on between the eclipses, I've been having a really hard time sleeping. I just have felt very like emotionally on edge and honestly burned out. I don't know if that's like just the eclipse, the Taurus lunar eclipse happening on my midheaven. So it's just brought up a lot of emotions about like career and work and like how hard do I want to work and what types of projects are important to me and being like very emotional about that. But yeah, I've just been feeling this huge push-pull between those like the Taurus ruled house of my chart and the Scorpio ruled house of my chart. Because as of now, like we have the Sun, Mercury, and Mars all in Scorpio opposing like this Taurus ruled house where the eclipse just took place and Jupiter's in Taurus. Um, And as we'll get into in this episode, we still have some Scorpio-Taurus oppositions between the sun and Jupiter. But yeah, just like looking at your own chart, seeing how there might be this push-pull between the Taurus world house and the Scorpio world house and kind of struggling to find a balance there or figuring out what to prioritize in each of those areas of your life. So like for me and for all Leo rising charts, it's very much 10th, 4th house and I felt that very literally with like career, being kind of emotional about work. And then also I've had such literal fourth house stuff going on. Like I had my stepmom, sorry, my mom and my stepdad come up from Tennessee. I don't see them very often. Um, And they came to meet my fiance's parents for the first time. So definitely a little awkward, but a lot of family energy going on with the fourth house there. And then, um, my sister flew in from Australia. I hadn't seen her in like six months. I don't see her very often because Australia is so far away. And it was just this push-pull of like, this family stuff was so busy and overwhelming, but at the same time, work and career was also overwhelming. So yeah, I don't know if anyone else is feeling that way about either if you're a Leo or Aquarius rising, kind of feeling that career family home situation push-pull, or if you're not another rising sign feeling that in other areas of your life. But if you are, that's completely normal. This is just an exhausting time. And this week, as we'll get into it, but this week, really the main energy going on is like we're still coming off the effects of the lunar eclipse that happened this past Saturday. So there might still be this like heightened activity, busyness, connection with other people, or just seeing seeing change take place, especially in regards to the Taurus ruled house of your chart. So for some people that might be with relationships, others with career, some people with mental health, family stuff, it all depends on what what house is ruled by Taurus. Okay, so let's kick things off for this week. Um, On Monday, October 30th, the moon will be moving into Gemini around 11 a.m. East Coast time. So if you're in Europe, Asia, Australia, Africa, wherever else in the world that's beyond East Coast time, um, the moon will be in Taurus for a larger part of your workday. So it might just be kind of like a slower 
start, especially because the moon will be void, of course, at the end of Taurus. Um, But if you are on the East Coast or in the rest of America, when the moon moves into Gemini around 11 a.m., you may just notice like more activity starting to take place. So if you're in the office like 9, 10 a.m., like if you're living in New York in the office around those times, it could just be slow, like not a lot of emails are coming in. And then boom, once we get to 11 and past that, there might be just more activity, more communication with people. Um, You could also have like friends reaching out, wanting to make social plans for later on in the week. Um, Or you could be scheduling calls with people at work, putting together presentations, or really getting a lot of writing done. Like Gemini is just a good sign to focus on communication-based work. And especially because once the moon moves into Gemini, right away at zero degrees of Gemini, the moon will start squaring Saturn at zero degrees of Pisces. So this can also be kind of like a heavier energy where you are dealing with a lot of tasks and responsibilities at once. And it may just feel like a very Monday Monday, like not a chill Monday, one where you're feeling the weight of responsibilities on you. So yeah, this will be a great time to get items checked off your to-do list, be proactive, do outreach for your job. Um, Really, like also it could be a really good day for like admin work. Like sometimes I'll schedule this type of day from time to time where instead of doing creative work, like podcasting or writing um, or doing readings, it's like a time where I'm just responding to emails, filing invoices to people, sending over press materials for my book, all that boring stuff I normally wouldn't want to do. That's going to be perfect to do on a Monday, on this exact Monday. Um, Yeah. But also like moon, Saturn square, you could also be a little bit frustrated with someone or encounter a frustrating situation or just work is like, work might just be a little bit more tedious this day. So be prepared for that. Um, The moon... In Gemini, I also wanted to note that sometimes it can make you feel a bit scattered or just curious about a lot of different things at once, but maybe not knowing when to like settle down and focus on just like one thing more seriously. So, I mean, this is not bad though. Like it could be great to pick up a useful new skill or learn a tidbit about a tidbit of information about a variety of different topics. But yeah, on the other hand of this, you could feel kind of anxious or like your mind is going a million miles a minute. So maybe doing activities um, in the morning or after work that just calm your mind and get you to focus on other things. Um, So like working out would be great for this, journaling, um, even reading. Like I find reading is kind of, that's how I meditate because it totally gets my mind off my own problems and into like a fantasy world. So yeah, kind of slowing down the mind would be a good Gemini moon theme. On Tuesday, October 31st, the moon will still be in Gemini. So a lot of what I just said will still apply to Tuesday, like being more curious, wanting to learn, wanting to connect with people, um, tending to communication-based work. Also, the moon will be in the middle degrees of Gemini, so it's not making a hard aspect to Saturn anymore. So Tuesday could just feel less heavy or less frustrating, like you're moving ahead with projects and other stuff with work, or you're less frustrated by maybe a relationship situation. Also, Tuesday is Halloween. This is a great sign for the moon in to be in for Halloween, honestly, because if you do have social plans, like this is 
pretty, like Gemini is a great sign um, to be social. Then we get to Wednesday, November 1st. The moon is still in Gemini for a large part of the day, but it's coming out of an exact square with Neptune and it's at the tail end of Gemini. So it's not making any aspects to other planets. It's kind of just floating there. The moon is void, of course, for most of Wednesday. Um, So you may just feel way more sensitive because of that aspect with Neptune um, or more emotional kind of maybe more susceptible to taking things personally that you don't like. Um, I would also say maybe just not feeling as motivated on Wednesday. Like this is probably going to be one of the slower days of this week. So maybe don't expect a lot of activity to happen on Wednesday. Um, On a more positive note, this could be great. This could be a great day for tapping into your intuition like offering compassion or words of advice to someone, like being able to connect with people on a more emotional level on Wednesday um, or tapping into the creative side of your brain and getting involved in creative work or an artistic hobby. Not so amazing for handling lots of facts, details, numbers. And you could even end up facing like communication at work if you are handling super detailed projects right now. Like it may feel like there's some miscommunication going on with people or maybe there's some disappointment or a slight delay with anything you're working on at the moment. Because this is such a quick transit, it likely will get resolved later on in the week or early next week. There may just be like a blip in your schedule on Wednesday of, oh no, like this didn't really come out how I wanted it to, or this person misunderstood me and maybe needing to resolve something with them. Around 5 p.m. on Wednesday, the moon will move out of Gemini. Sorry, this is 5 p.m. Eastern time. Um, So the moon will move out of Gemini into Cancer. Cancer is, again, like a more sensitive sign, more in touch with your emotions when the moon is transiting through Cancer for a couple-day period. But whereas emotions may have felt overwhelming or you could have been super sensitive or like disappointed by something earlier earlier on in the day on Wednesday, things may just feel easier or more like activities flowing naturally or it's easier to get a grip on your emotions later on in the day, 5 p.m. onwards, if you're on the East Coast. When the moon moves into Cancer, it will immediately start applying to a trine with the sun in Scorpio, and that will go exact the following day. But this is, it's going to be a pleasant evening, pretty much. Like, you may just notice relationships are flowing more easily. You may just feel not as, um, like, stress coming from inside yourself. Like, there's less of a... um, tension. There's less of an inner tension when this aspect is going on. Okay, especially if you're an earth sign rising, so Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn rising, this would be a great evening out of the week to go on a date because this trine between the moon in Cancer and the sun in Scorpio will be taking place across the relationship houses of your chart, the 11th, the 7th, or the 3rd house. Um, So yeah, If you're one of those risings, schedule your date for this day. Um, For everyone else, like honestly, having this water sign energy is great for just being like cozy at home. Cancer is all about tending to home-related activities um, or connecting with family, maybe calling them to catch up, see how they're doing, or just like, yeah, keeping to yourself. 
And then we get to Thursday, November 2nd, which is definitely looking like the most positive, uplifting day of the week. Um, This is because the sun is in Scorpio, moving into an exact opposition with Jupiter and Taurus. So this sun-Jupiter connection uh, will be very like positive, uplifting. You might be looking at any situations or relationship things you're encountering with more of a glass half full mentality or any challenges or obstacles you're encountering, you could be seeing them as like necessary learning lessons instead of being like, oh my God, poor me, I'm the victim of this situation. Kind of flipping that mindset and seeing it as I needed this difficult thing or this obstacle to come up in order for me to learn from it and become a stronger person. So even if challenging things do come up, which it's less likely that they will on this day, seeing them in a more positive light. Um, You could also be very interested in doing Jupiter-like things on this day, especially this is great that we have this Sun-Jupiter opposition on Thursday, which is the day ruled by Jupiter. So Jupiter themes would pertain to things like foreign travel, um, foreign cultures, learning about something that feels completely foreign to you. That doesn't even need to be a foreign culture, just like a subject that you know little about prior to this day and like wanting to keep an open mind to different opinions or beliefs or educating on your educating yourself on something you don't know a lot about. So yeah, Thursday will be a great day to keep an open mind. Um, Also connect with people, like relationship stuff may just be more uplifting or flowing more easily. Um, You could also see growth or positive news happening in either the Taurus or the Scorpio ruled house of your chart. So again, going back to that push-pull between those two houses where things may have felt stressful and overwhelming a week or two weeks ago, those areas may just feel more like you're getting things figured out there or you're receiving good news or you're just less stressed about those parts of your life. Also, the moon is in a really well-placed position on Thursday. It's still in Cancer, which is the sign it rules. So anything, any topics related to the moon, like your innermost emotions, um, intimate connections with people, just easier to tap into that part of yourself and like understand why you might be feeling a certain way or easier to express your feelings um, or understand them yourself. And at the same time, the moon will be trining the sun in Scorpio and sextiling Jupiter and Taurus. So it's actually part of this opposition configuration too, in a really positive way. So I just feel like there's either good news or you're just feeling more relaxed and not as tense on Thursday. Um, Also on Thursday, like later on in the day, the moon will go on to trine Mercury and Mars. So especially later in the day, East Coast time, the moon-Mars trine, even though it's a trine when the moon aspects a malefic planet like Mars or Saturn, in this case, Mars, things may feel a little like fiery or you could be quick to react emotionally or emotions might come on a bit stronger. So I don't know, maybe things get a little bit trickier later on on Thursday that aren't present so much earlier in the day. But because the moon is aspecting so many planets on Thursday, like we have it aspecting Jupiter, Sun, Mercury, Mars, expect this to be a more active day where you're again connecting with people, 
frequently or actually um, accomplishing things or getting things initiated at work. And make sure you're using Thursday to be a bit more productive because the productive energy is not really there on Friday. Like it kind of gets wiped out or you're just not going to feel as emotional on Friday. Um, This is mainly to do with, I mean, the moon will go on on Friday. It's still in cancer all day, um, but it'll be further on in that sign. So it'll be void, of course, not aspecting other planets. So there's not a lot of momentum behind things on Friday. Um, Just not as much activity at work, which is great because it's Friday. Like that's what you want headed into the weekend. Um, However, later on at night on Friday, the moon will come into an opposition with Pluto and Capricorn, which is definitely not easy. Um, there could be like an, in- an intense, literally Pluto is intense, intense encounter with someone, um, or you may be struggling with themes of control, like in your own mind, like maybe you find yourself fixating on a little detail and it just like won't stop bothering you. I definitely get in those mindsets often. Um, or you could experience control in relationships because it is an opposition aspect. And I find that when planets are connecting via opposition, sometimes it's through other people that you're encountering the themes of that planet. So in this case, it would be Pluto themes of like intensity or control, or maybe someone being paranoid about you in a relationship, like someone being like, where were you? Like, why didn't you contact me? A more healthy manifestation of this moon Pluto aspect could be like going deeper in your conversations with people on Friday night. Like, let's say you're on a date with someone new. Maybe you're actually like getting to know that person beyond just surface level interactions, or maybe you're hanging out with a friend one-on-one and the conversation turns a bit um, more intense and you're kind of bringing up emotional problems you're having and like really getting to the root of who another person really is. Um, Basically not wanting to have just surface level interactions. And Also, what will be happening on Friday that's important to note is Venus is still in Virgo. It will be applying to an exact opposition with Neptune all day. So feeling this energy for the entirety of Friday. Venus-Neptune is tricky. It can bring in confusion or sometimes disappointment surrounding the areas of life that Venus rules. So confusion or disappointment, applying that to finances, friendships, or romantic relationships. Um, you might not be seeing things super clearly, like how this might play out in a relationship is maybe you're like casually seeing someone and you're just like having more anxiety than you normally would about like where you stand with that person or you're, you're just not sure of like, do they like me? Is this going to turn into something long-term? Or you could be putting that person on a pedestal when they haven't necessarily earned that respect from you. Um, So just seeing, trying to see romantic situations if they are like um, more new for what they are, like not fantasizing about what someone could be or trying to fix that person and mold them into like the type of partner you want. Try to see that relationship for what it really is. And in friendships, maybe there's like a feeling of feeling left out from a friend group or being like a little bit uncertain of where you stand with a friend around this time. This can definitely last for a couple days too. So maybe you even start to feel this energy like Thursday leading into Friday, and then maybe it's lingering on Saturday. Um, So not the easiest not the easiest weekend for relationships and maybe there need to be conversations had about is this meant to last in the long term or how like 
if we're looking at a friendship situation, for example, like how can you maybe pull back if you've felt like you've been giving and giving to someone else and you're just like frustrated because you're not seeing that same effort being put back to you? How can you just make things a little bit more balanced or equal there? Like maybe you need to stop putting in as much energy too um, or have a conversation about it. After this, thank God, we will be done with these Neptune oppositions for a while. We've just kept having them one after the other. First, it was like Mars, which was at the end of August. And then it was the sun during Virgo season. And then it was Mercury. And now it's Venus. Um, So this confusing, kind of um, disappointing or ultra-sensitive energy won't be as like, it won't be such a recurring theme for the next few weeks. Also, like on that financial note of Venus Neptune, it could just be that you're like spending a lot of money around this time and you're not really keeping track of your credit card statement or you're kind of indulging and having this mindset of like purchase now, think about it later. Um, So if you are needing to budget or you're in financial trouble or you just need to be more careful of your finances, kind of be mindful of this headed into the weekend. Maybe try to curb the spending or reflect more on do I really need something before impulsively buying it. Okay, then we get to Saturday. There's a lot going on here. Saturday, November 4th. The moon will have moved into Leo. It's going to be in Leo all day. It will be applying to a square with both the sun in Scorpio and Jupiter in Taurus. Um, You'll definitely be feeling this a little bit more later on in the day, like the evening and the night. So early Saturday, things might be flowing a bit more easily. You might feel, you might feel fun, flirty, creative, relaxed. Those are all Leo themes, but come evening night, there could just be, um, I don't know, a push pull of like, maybe you're, I just find when the moon squares the sun, it's kind of like your emotions might be at odds with logic or what your thoughts are telling you, or you could just be a little bit more on edge or irritated by interactions with other people or just like annoyed, like in general. Um, That's not always the case though. Hopefully Jupiter can help balance out that moon sun square. Cause even though it's a square with Jupiter, the moon here, I just find when it, because Jupiter is like a more positive planet, it's not as difficult as the moon squaring other planets. If you're a fixed sign though, so we're talking Leo, Aquarius, Scorpio, Taurus, like if you have fixed sign prominently in your chart, especially like sun, moon, rising, this is probably going to be a busier weekend for you just because there is so much energy taking place across those signs um, with the moon and Leo, sun and Scorpio, Jupiter and Taurus. Um, So expect more action taking place for you guys, uh, more activity, more moving around. Also, what's happening on Saturday is that Mercury is in Scorpio. It will come into an opposition with Uranus. So expect the unexpected on Saturday. So there might be like a change in plans that comes up if you had something already laid out for Saturday, um, or you could hear from someone kind of unexpectedly, like social plans may come up if you hadn't necessarily foreseen that for your weekend. Um You may also see like surprise news come in or you may just want to like break out of your usual like weekend routine and try out something new. Like maybe you want to go on a day trip somewhere or go to that museum you've been meaning to try or take a different type of walk around your neighborhood than you normally would. 
like try to throw in something unexpected to keep things interesting this weekend. Um, it could also be, again, if writing or research is currently playing into like interests or hobbies you're doing at the moment, you may have a burst of inspiration there or ideas are coming to you out of nowhere. Try to find some type of outlet for your thoughts or your mental energy though, because you may just find it a little bit hard to relax on Saturday um, or just kind of feel like a bit of like an anxious energy. Um, So the best way to do that is like engage your thoughts and maybe something a bit more productive or a fun activity. Okay. Also on Saturday, there's so much happening this day. Saturn will station direct in Pisces after being retrograde since cancer season. So Saturn's been retrograde for a few months at this time. So basically let's like Let's rewind this a bit. Saturn moved into Pisces first in March of 2023. It was direct in Pisces from March until middle end of June 2023. Then it stationed retrograde for the summer. And now it's about to station direct again. It's retrograde is over as of November 4th. So you may have gotten like in the spring, the earlier part of the year, all these tough Saturnian type lessons going on in the Pisces ruled house of your chart and maybe feeling like an intense urge to restructure that area or get more serious about it. But then Saturn, Saturn's retrograde happened throughout the summer in the earlier part of the fall. And during that time, you may have seen a slowing down in the themes associated with that Pisces house or just like a lot of inner reflection, but uncertainty for how to best take action there moving forward. Um, maybe those like Saturn-like themes have just not been weighing as heavily on you at this time, but now guess what? They're coming back strong. Saturn is going direct again. It will be direct for the next few months. And again, you're probably gonna feel like an intense urge to restructure the Pisces world house of your chart get more serious about that area of your life and get things going there. Like with Saturn transits in general, you cannot run away from the problem surfacing or the stress. Like you have to face the reality of that part of your life and learn how to work with it or re rework it somehow so that it makes more sense in the long term for you. Like if if that Pisces world house of your chart is currently giving you a lot of grief and like it's just so stressful and overwhelming there, you are learning to lay foundations in that part of your life that will last for the next several decades. Like this is, you're thinking long-term and you're thinking strategically in that part of your life right now. So all of this hard work and stress is not for nothing. It's gonna pay off eventually. Okay, and then to wrap this week up, because I'm running kind of over time on Sunday, November 5th, the moon will still be in Leo. Um, It's going to be a bit trickier on Sunday. The moon will square Mars and Mercury. So there might be this feeling of um, needing to get out, needing to take action, needing to do some active activity. Um, May also be like more quick to snap at people or get irritated. So try to try to channel this like more higher energy into um, something you can do on your own time. Think like doing a Sunday workout class would be a great moon Mars activity, like getting all of this pent up energy out or investing a lot of time and effort into like a side hobby or a passion project. Um, Okay. And that is it for this week. I will see you back here next Monday because there's no Thursday episode this week. Thank you again for listening and yeah, have a good week.